Hello, everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great joy to bring back to testimony a woman who has lived out the book you are about to hear about and will no doubt want to read. It's called Resurrection Life Now. She is the senior pastor and bishop of Rock Church International, which she co-founded with her late husband, John Jimenez, along with the historic Washington for Jesus rallies of the 80s and 90s, bringing millions together for prayer, repentance, worship, and change. And more recently, America for Jesus 2012, held at the steps of Freedom's First Capital, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Would you please join me in welcoming an honor indeed, Bishop Anne Jimenez. And welcome to Testimony. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just delighted to be with you and share. Well, it is always great to have you. Your first book, which chronicles your life story, which we're going to touch upon a little bit today, Born yeah. to Preach, is a phenomenal read. This is the follow-up that goes more into depth of how all of us can experience a resurrection life, uh, not just in our health, but in every area of our life. Your daughter, Robin, beautifully and powerfully shares in the foreword of your book just how you did that and how we as Christians should all be living this resurrection life now. So, Anne, for this segment, in part one of our two-part conversation, yes. I'd like to look at the first five areas of experiencing resurrection life now. Uh, resurrection that is before us, that saves us, restores us, endures yes. us, and empowers us. And we are all ears. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, you know, uh, Jensen, I, uh, it's been about two and a half years ago that I literally experienced a, very, a near-death experience. And uh, I truly know what the power, life-giving power of God is, resurrecting power of God is. I uh, went on a uh, retreat with the pastors in our fellowship, and we went on a little, I think, uh, about a five-day cruise. When we got on the ship, I wasn't feeling too well and uh, went to lay down in my bunk. And uh, from that time until we got off the ship, I, didn't, I never left the stateroom. I just couldn't seem to quite have the energy and the strength to get up. Uh, when my uh, daughter got me off of the boat, instead of coming straight home from Florida, I kept begging her to bring me home. She said, I think we better spend the night before we get on an airplane. Well, Jensen, if she had put me on an airplane, they told her that I would have died on the plane. I was going into heart failure and ultimately went into total organ failure. She rushed me to a hospital in the middle of the night down in Florida, Palm Beach, Florida, to be exact. And uh, when she signed me in, by the time... She went through the double doors to go back and see about me. They, the doctor came and met her, and they said, Are you with Angie? And she said, Yes, I'm her daughter. They said, Well, she's not going to make it tonight. So said, Your mother's had a heart attack. And my daughter said, uh, 
No, my mother doesn't have heart trouble. She has not had a heart attack. I'd laugh because I think back about, you know, you sometimes we just think doctors know everything, and sometimes we find out they don't quite know it all. Right. And uh, th- so they told her that I would die that night. And uh, I was, I lay unconscious, ginseng, for 12 days. Uh, I was unconscious when I went in, and then they uh, kept me under because uh, they had so many machines on me. When, by the time I was in the hospital, I went into total organ failure. My heart was stunned uh, by a virus, and my um, heart function went down to 10%. They call it viral myocarditis. Many people drop dead with it. Young people drop dead with it. Uh, I was 75 at the time, and they figured, well, she's just too old. She's going to live through this. Right. And uh, But, you know, God, I believe our lifespan is in God's hands. And when we serve God with all of our heart and all of our might and walk in his word, our life literally is in God's hands. And only God says when we'll live or we'll die. And um, so they told her every day, your mother can't live today. And she said, she would say, you don't know my mother, she will live. They put me in a room and had a nurse sit with me around the clock. And uh, she would go in in and out. And uh, the the nurse would be monitoring all the machines. They were on every machine they could put me in, dialysis. They were breathing for me. And uh, I, I, I was just in total organ shutdown. And they say, people don't come back from that. But... I did come back because of the Spirit of God that was in my life, and God wasn't through with me yet. And I'm sure there are many people listening that would probably have even a like testimony or in their heart. They know God's not through with them yet. Amen. And uh, so after uh, uh, about 12 days, they uh, let me uh, regain consciousness. And when I did, uh, the second day I was conscious. I realized and told my daughter, I asked her, am I paralyzed? And she said, no, why would you ask that? I said, I can't move. I can't do anything but turn my head. I have found out later since that time they knew exactly what had happened to me. They just were so positive that I was going to die that I've even had doctors tell me they pushed you over to the side and they worked on people they thought had a better chance of living than I did. And they thought I had no chance of living. They gave me fluids, but they never gave me nourishment. And I laid there for 12 days. No one ever turned me. No one ever moved me. So when I woke up and realized I couldn't move my body, uh, I have found out since then every muscle in my body had atrophied. Well, almost every muscle had atrophied. And uh, I was in the hospital three months because I couldn't move. I had to learn to walk. But I asked my daughter after a couple of days, I said, why aren't they feeding me? And uh, I was shocked at her answer and didn't really realize at the time exactly what it meant. She said, they're not sure that you can still swallow. And I thought about that later, and they realized what they had done by never moving me and by keeping me under and unconscious that long. They knew that my muscles had atrophied, and they believed that the muscles in my throat had atrophied, and I couldn't swallow anymore. But praise God, <laughs> I came out, and I said, well, give me something to eat. They gave me some, a little bit of, uh, you know, jello and pudding and stuff like that, and I said, I can eat. But, Jensi, I was in the hospital three months, and uh, uh, I had to, like I said, I had to learn to walk all over again. But uh, my doctors were astounded. They couldn't really explain it. They said, we've got, we've got uh, files so thick on you. Uh, it, it, this is not normal. You shouldn't be living. You shouldn't even be alive. And there was a doctor, Jensen, you've probably heard about him. His name was Dr. Crandall. 
he prayed for a man, and, and the man was raised from the dead. Right. He was a, a physician in the hospital right. down in Florida. You may have read about him in Charisma or heard him on the 700 Club. Right. And uh, a nurse said to my daughter uh, one of the days after I had was conscious, but I couldn't move or anything, and uh, I was just, you know, alive. They were glad I was alive, but a nurse said to my daughter, she said, you all seem such faith people. She said, we had a miracle in this hospital, and my daughter said, you did? Why? What do you mean? And they said, well, there's a doctor here that prayed for a man, uh, and uh, he was raised from the dead. And Robin said, you mean that doctor's in this hospital? Take me to him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she got in touch with Dr. Crandall. And I'm sure many of your listeners have either seen him on TV or read about him. And uh, he, was, uh, he, he worked at that hospital. And he did come in and he did pray for me. It was after I had regained consciousness. But he told my daughter, he said, your mother's not going to die. She's going to live. And one by one, uh, uh, my organs had, before I regained consciousness, they, when they took me off of the machines, uh, one by one, my organs just sprang back on. When I was unconscious, they had told my daughter, she, they said, your mother will need, if she survives, she'll need a heart transplant, a liver transplant, and a kidney transplant. That is, if she even lives. Now, today, under the kind of medical uh, you know, thing that we have now, mm -hmm. uh, you don't, I think if you're over 73, you don't qualify for any kind of transplant. Mm -hmm. Whether it would save your life or not, they, they are not going to be spending uh, money on older folks that need transplants. Thank wow. God that the Lord healed me. Amen. He literally healed me by His Spirit that lives in my body. And the Bible and, uh, says Many that people were praying for me one night while I was unconscious. Uh, they told my daughter, they said, your mother's blood pressure is so low, we've given her everything possible. And if, if her blood pressure doesn't start coming up, she'll die tonight. There's nothing more we can do about it. Robin went out in the hallway, went on Facebook, sent it around the world to my mother, and Jimenez. They say she won't live tonight unless her blood pressure comes up. Pray now for the blood pressure to come up. She said she went back in the room and as she watched and she looked and she said, Mom, I saw the blood pressure needles start moving and your blood pressure began to come up. They, they asked my daughter at one point, they said, well, what kind of uh, appliances did your mother use before this happened to her? And she said, what do you mean appliances? They said, well, was she, uh, did she have a wheelchair? They said, no. Well, did she uh, use a cane to walk? No. Well, uh, did she use a walker? She said, no. She said, oh, I see what you mean. She said, no. She said, my mother preaches three times a week in high hills. Those are her appliances. <laughs> Praise God. Now, and just for uh, those that have may have just tuned in, you're listening to Bishop Ann Geminis, her book, Resurrection Life. Now, this book is just a jewel. I think it should be required reading for every serious Christian who wants to know how to have resurrection life, not just in their health, as you experience miraculously, Anne, but in yeah. every area of life. And we're going to try to touch on those 10 areas in our segments uh, here today and next week. And so can you bring us up 
to the resurrection life now. God miraculously restored you, healed you, delivered you. You were on your feet preaching before thousands in your church, Rock Church International, on July 4th, Independence Day. And you have experienced what the Bible talks about. Thank God for doctors and nurses, but we have the great physician. And you... And your daughter, Robin, you called that down. You grabbed onto that. You believed for that. And you persevered toward that. Yes. But let me say this. This book is about the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside you. That's what it's about. It's a book about the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8 and 11, it's the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He will also quicken, that means make alive, your mortal body by His Spirit that lives in you. Now, to me, that means right now. Make alive your mortal body. He'll quicken your mortal body. And every time that you are healed and you get that touch of God in your body, that is resurrection life. That's the Holy Spirit quickening with life that overcomes death and every manifestation of death. Mm-hmm. One day I was sitting at my computer yes. and I was just kind of studying and I heard in my spirit the Lord said to me, what is the difference between resurrection life and eternal life? And I sat there a minute, I began to think about it, and I, resurrection life is a rising up kind of life. There are two totally different kinds of life. Eternal life is what we get when we are born from above. Resurrection life, the Holy Spirit, is what we get, I believe, when we're filled with the power of the Holy when we have our personal Pentecost experience. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week to hear more about Resurrection Life, Bishop Ann Jimenez. We look forward to having you back next week and on Testimony. God bless you. Amen. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.